Hare Krishna everyone, welcome back to the reading of Dialectic Spiritualism, a Vedic view on Western philosophy by His Divine Grace Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. And this is Shravanam Diaries podcast, I'm your host Sulalita Devidasi. We're starting chapter number 10, Mill. The Briton John Stuart Mill, 1806 to 1873, belonged to a school of philosophy called utilitarianism. An economist as well as a philosopher, Mill had a great impact on 19th century British thought, not only in philosophy and economics, but also in the areas of political science, logic, and ethics. His motto, the greatest good for the greatest number. Here Srila Prabhupada points out the glaring fallacy. Who is to say what the greatest good is? Disciple. Mill claimed that the world, or nature, can be improved by man's efforts, but that perfection is not possible. Srila Prabhupada In one sense, that is correct. This world is so made that although you make it perfect today, tomorrow it will deteriorate. Nonetheless, the world can be improved by Krishna Consciousness. You can better the world by bringing people to Krishna Consciousness and delivering the message of Krishna to whomever you meet. That is the best social activity you can perform. Disciple, the goal of the utilitarians was more specifically to obtain whatever the people desire or require. Their motto is the greatest good for the greatest number. Srila Prabhupada The people desire happiness. The utilitarians try to give people artificial happiness, happiness separate from Krishna. But we are trying to give direct happiness, happiness that is connected with Krishna. If we purify our existence, we can attain eternal happiness, spiritual bliss. Everyone is working hard for happiness, but how can happiness be attained in a diseased condition? The material disease is an impediment to happiness. This disease has to be cured. Hmm. This is a very important point because sometimes, sometimes, if we still consider materialism to be our happiness, we fail to realize that the, the very source of our suffering and misery is right in front of us. But if we understand that the material disease is an impediment to happiness, then we understand that we are diseased and we can be cured. Okay, disciple. Mill felt that virtues like courage, 
cleanliness and self-control are not instinctive in man but have to be cultivated. In Nature, a book, he writes, quote, The truth is that there is hardly a single point of excellence belonging to human character which is not decidedly repugnant to be untutored feelings of human nature. Yes, therefore there are educational systems in human society. Men should be educated according to the instructions given in the Vedic literatures. The Bhagavad Gita is the grand summation of all Vedic literature, and therefore everyone should read it. But they should read it as it is, without interpretation. Disciple For Mill there are several ways to ascertain knowledge. For instance, we can determine the cause and the effects of things by determining whether the phenomena under investigation have only one circumstance in common. If so, we can conclude that the circumstance alone is the cause of the effect. Srila Prabhupada Certainly there is the natural law of cause and effect, but if we go further to determine the ultimate cause, we arrive to Lord Krishna. Everything has an original cause. If you try to find out the original cause of all causes, that is called darshana. Therefore, books of genuine philosophy are called darshana shastra. If we continue to search out the ultimate cause, we arrive at Krishna, the original cause of everything. Disciple but what kind of test can we apply to phenomena to find out the cause? How can we determine that God is the cause behind everything? Srila Prabhupada For every phenomenon, there is a cause. And we know that God is the ultimate cause. Mill may give many methods for studying immediate causes, but we are interested in the ultimate cause of everything. The ultimate cause has full independence to do anything and everything beyond our calculation. Everything that we see is but an effect of his original push. Hmm. Nice. Disciple, if we see rain falling and want to prove that God is the cause of rain, what test can we apply? Srila Prabhupada, the Shastras, the Vedic literatures. <laughs> the Shastras, 
We are advised to see through the Shastras because we cannot see directly. Since our senses are defective, direct perception has no value. Therefore, we have to receive knowledge through authoritative instruction. Disciple. In other words, when we see an apple fall from a tree, we have to see through the eyes of the Shastras in order to see God in that act. Shri Prabhupada, God has made his laws so perfect that one cause affects one thing and that in turn affects another and so on. We may see an apple grow and explain it as nature, but this nature is working according to certain laws. An apple has a certain color and taste because it grows according to these specific laws set down by Krishna. Krishna's energies are perfect and are working perfectly. Everything is being carried out under systematic laws, although we may not perceive how these laws are working. Disciple, scientists admit that nothing can come out of nothing. If something emerges, there must be a cause in the background. We say that the root cause of everything is the Supreme Brahman, the Absolute Truth, or the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Disciple Mill would certainly not agree that God is the cause of everything, because one of the things we see in this world is evil, and he considered God to be at war, war with it. <laughs> okay, so God is at war with evil. Man's role, he thought, is to help God end this war. To help God end this war. He writes, quote, If providence is omnipotent, providence intends whatever happens, and the fact of its happening proves that providence intended it. If so, Everything which a human being can do is predestined by providence and is a fulfillment of its designs. But if, as is the more religious theory, providence intends not all which happens, not all which happens, but only what is good, then indeed man has it in his power by his voluntary actions to aid the intentions of providence." Unquote. Srila hmm. Prabhupada Providence desires only the good. The living entity is in this material world due to the improper utilization of his will. Because the living entity wants to enjoy this material world, God is so kind 
that he gives him facilities and directions. When a child wants to play in a certain way, he is guided by some nurse or servant hired by the parents. Our position is something like that. We have to give up the company of God to come to this material world to enjoy ourselves. So God has allowed us to come here saying, all right, enjoy this experience. And when you understand that this material enjoyment is ultimately frustrating, you can come back. Unquote. Thus, the Supreme Lord is guiding the enjoyment of all living beings, especially human beings, so that they may return home, back to Godhead. Nature is the agent acting under the instructions of God. If the living entity is overly addicted to misusing his freedom, he is punished. This punishment is a consequence of the living entity's desire. Desire. God does not want a human being to become a village hog, but when one develops such a mentality by eating anything and everything, God gives the facility by providing the body of a hog so that he can even eat stool. God is situated in everyone's heart and is noting the desires of the living entity from within. According to one's desires, God orders material nature to provide a particular body. In this way, one continues transmigrating from body to body in various species of life. We're going to stop here for today. Mm, this topic of desire is very, very crucial in our spiritual life. Yesterday we were just singing, singing this bhajan, right? Uh, Hari Harai Nama Krishna, and there was this emphasis made on the verse Tadarachirana Sevi Bhakti Sanivas Janamajanamahaya Ei Abilas. Abilas, this, this desire is basically what, what, is, what defines our life, what defines our future life, what defines everything basically. Yes. So wishing you all spiritual desires, nice devotional, uh, theistic desires to serve the Lord. We shall continue tomorrow. Thank you so much for tuning in today. The link to this book is in the description. Please check out our website, shravanamdiaries.com. And we shall see you next time. Hare Krishna. Jai, jai, jai.